0: This is episode 79 of the EVG podcast. I'm Colin, and this here is Stu.
1: Hello Stu. Hello. Calm. I mean, Carl.
0: things. <laughs> yeah, all good.
1: All good. Uh same old, same old I guess. Um we're still here. And we're gonna complain about games, talk about some cool wrestling stuff. I have nothing new to talk about this week, which is odd.
0: We always seem to be complaining about something. Well, like that. yeah, sadly,
1: <laughs> people give us reasons to complain. That's that's the problem with the game and world. Call you know, we have developers getting up to shit. We should, you know, what we should do at least for one week. We have to try and find nothing but good news stories in the video game world. How? With that is a challenge for us. Then there we go.
0: I, I bet you could do that during a week where there's a lot of announcements happening.
1: Yeah, nothing but good news. We could probably pull that off.
0: Because <laughs> if we didn't talk about all the yeah. shit, we'd have nothing to talk about. That's Sorry. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine the news if it only had good news stories? Nobody would watch the news. <laughs> you wouldn't have to. Yeah, true, because it'd be good news. Yeah. How, how have we not done it yet?
0: Good news, everyone! Oh. Um, hey, have you... um? This is completely off-topic, because uh, yep, we, yep. we don't usually talk about TV. We can. It's our podcast. We can do whatever the hell we want. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Have, have you seen any of that Adams Family show Wednesday?
1: No, but I heard there was a bit of controversy.
0: Was there? Oh, yeah, because
1: the dude that plays Gomez.
0: Right. Yes, that's what I was going to bring up. But I was going to bring up that um, so it's uh, uh, Lewis Guzman that plays him.
1: Yes, I was trying to remember his name. I always just—I remember him from remember the first film Arnie made when he came back, The Last Stand, where he's like the wee town sheriff. He's in that, isn't he? Probably. (laughs) Okay.
0: It's like if there's if there's a a Latino man to be played, he's probably playing him.
1: Yeah, if you need a bit (laughs) of comic relief, Latino character, he's your guy.
0: But my my uh, point was, uh, Raúl Julia has ruined that character for anyone else ever wants to attempt to
1: yeah it's that, true
0: that that's my whole thing uh i've watched most of it now it's just like oh my god you're like you're probably doing a fine job but i'm just remembering the two adams family films Yep. good god what was the controversy
1: so the controversy is is that obviously he is a latino actor mm-hmm. and that's it why why Wait. do we have a why do we have a latino <laughs> playing gomez um, Gomez? hold
0: on yes. Uh yes. the the, the I, I know I know yes. Rao Julia? <laughs> yes. Gomez Adam even... yet? I mean I mean are you stupid or something? <laughs> Who like, the fuck?
1: <laughs> have you ever seen the original uh comic strip Adams family?
0: Uh n- no.
1: Right. Obviously Raúl Julia is this suave, sophisticated, handsome guy, right? Yeah. That is not what Gomez looks like. I think the 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 reason they've got what do you call Luis Gu- Gu- Guzman? What did you call
0: him? Uh, Guzman, yeah,
1: Guzman, yeah. So they've obviously went for him to make him look more like the original Gomez Adams. Because if you look at the original Gomez, he's actually a fat wee stumpy man.
0: Mm, uh, you're probably right, Ty. but still, like Adams. <laughs> yeah. First first time I saw Adams family was the films, and Raúl Julia is just. Yes. The center, yeah. whatever he's in, he is the yeah. the center. that you cannot take your eyes off him.
1: I think the thing there is obviously, um uh, the because even the I remember watching the original black and white Adams Family TV series from like the, was it the fifties or sixties, mm. and obviously Ron Juliet has based his Gomez off that because yeah. he looks he looks more like sort of Ron Juliet Gomez. He the guy playing the TV series looked nothing like that yeah, but then yeah. obviously this is, this was meant to be more like a more sort of obviously adam's family are very monstrous you know comic characters in human history it probably would have been very hard to find someone who actually looks like gomez so they just went right here's yeah. a dude and we'll just get him to be a bit weird but and it, that'll be gomez it, for the show
0: even in the backstory is he descended send the mexican settlers i think and, so uh where's the controversy is this a bunch of idiots that thought he was supposed to be white yes right okay yes.
1: <laughs> that is literally what the kick-up was about. Why is a Latino man playing Gomez? It's because like, cause Gomez, cause Gomez is Latino. a
0: Latino man, you fucking knob. <laughs> His name is
1: Gomez, for God's sake. How could they do uh, that with
0: a straight face? Jesus
1: Christ. I, I don't know, but is this this the one done by Burton? Yes. Right, I I'm not- it very. Mask.
0: Yeah, n- not oppressively so. So Danny Elfman oh, did okay. the music, but it's not like <laughs> overbearing God. or anything. Um, yeah, that that shocks me. Mm. Raul Julia wasn't white. Fuck's sake! I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh but my you're God. right. So
1: he will always be Gomez Adams to me. He was absolutely yeah, amazing. He
0: fucking those two films. Yep. Um, yeah, this show is pretty good. Um, you care a play on Wednesday. Does Raul Julia? Absolutely fucking like
1: Yeah, he really was.
0: Uh, so, you've played nothing new then?
1: I've been I've been hammering away. I, I have a couple of things downloaded from the, the Autumn Steam sale that I haven't touched yet, so I might have something more next week, but since last week, I've still been hammering away at Evil West, and I've actually been able to play Gungrave properly. So, uh-huh. you know, Evil West is still amazing. Like I haven't finished it yet. It, I'm still hammering away. It's a hell of a long campaign. Still a brilliant game. Nothing else to say on that. Go fucking play Evil West if you're into your sort of Combat-heavy action games, Gungrave is very much the same, but I was I'm able to sort of get more into it now. So obviously, you were correct in saying that when you get a bit further in, he does his dancing all again and all the rest of it. Um, the upgrade system's a lot more in depth. I've noticed this time.
0: There's a whole lot there.
1: There's a whole lot there that was that was not in the originals. You just unlock stuff as you played through the originals, um, where this is more of a actual unlock system that you purchase your your upgrades and stuff, and then. There's a move that you get later on, which just really helps you keep your beat counter going. So you'll get your better grades and then you can get your, um, you know, your, your better ranks to get more stuff to upgrade and all like that. But I think I'm into uh, what am I 22 levels in mm. and um, two levels so far. have had me playing as different people, which is pretty cool. Uh, play the, the, first one, the-, the first guy plays very similar to grave. Uh, he's the dude in the brown coat that you see in the t- trailers and stuff he's been in since the first game in the first and even the original series he's kind of like he was grave's best friend and then he turned on him yada 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 so he's very he's like a faster version of grave almost um so he's pretty cool second person did not enjoy her level at all so you know the wee doll with the the big ponytail that runs around with him she's a wee small doll i don't know if you've seen her in the cutscenes.
0: is that the one that's narrating
1: <laughs> yeah pretty much aye 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 she's on she gives you a, she get a level with her but she's very melee based and obviously melee is not gungrave's strongest point
0: no <laughs> no
1: so <laughs> her level was not very enjoyable i have no although i got a bloody a rank in her level and i'm like how the fuck did i do that <laughs> <laughs> maybe it knew it knew i <laughs> uh, just get through this level and we'll give you an a but um that's uh, just more of the same absolutely loving it but uh yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely. I promise, I have more uh, new stuff to play next. I think this is the first time ever I've not had something new to talk about. So, apologies, folks. I'm enjoying Gungrave and Evil West too much. That's how good it is. I've been playing it for two weeks
0: solid. Well, I picked up that uh, Atari fifty. 50- anniversary collection which i i hadn't really been paying attention to much and then heard what it actually was it's like yeah everyone should do this when they're making their you know classic collections because this is really well uh, and it's not like i'm a huge atari fan um no but it's done like uh timelines yeah uh, and you'll you'll have like You know, you'll start with the arcade stuff, uh, and you go along a timeline, and it's just made up of different, like, sort of pictures, promotional material. You get uh, design docs, in-office memos, wee videos of interviews with the guys that were there back then and worked on all this stuff. And then you'll come to the games, and you can just, in the timeline, boot up the game, play it for a bit, and then go back out and just continue on where you left off. And it's Class. just, it's just, it feels so much like a museum, the way it's mm. laid out and all. Um, and, and you could imagine yourself walking through actual physical. Uh, this would be really cool if you go into all these, definitely you stop at a screen and watch this interview, then walk, and then there's a fucking cabinet, and you play the thing. Uh, like, you could imagine it being something like this, that. Um, but it's, uh, it works really, really freaking well. Um. I am still in the the sort of early stuff um like I went through all the arcade um stuff which Atari stopped making arcades in the 80s uh, to focus on well we all know why they stopped doing stuff in the yeah. 80s yeah uh, but yeah it just covers every single arcade game they ever made and there's even a few unreleased prototypes that you can play um oh, cool. in this um and then you go on to the next one, which is the home console uh, stuff. So you start the 5600? I hate when... So there was the 2800 and it was the fifty-six. Yeah, yeah, 20, uh, the 2800. <laughs> um, and you're sort of trying those games. And it's a bunch of games. I, I mean, me and my brother had a... Now, this was in the 90s, but uh, we somehow got our hands on a 56, 600 um 5200 5, Actually no it wasn't even that it was a 7800 There
1: was a 7800
0: Yeah um that must be go. the the last revision Now if you remember back then uh the those Atari consoles were all uh backwards compatible Yeah um so we had this uh this cart that had all like the early uh, 2800 games on it like, there's 50 games on there. And then you had all the different versions of the games. And, like, a lot of what I'm playing through now is like, all that stuff. And it's not like, even back then, it was like, uh, this isn't something you would sit and play for hours, but it was f- fun to sh- laugh at. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Almost like you are like, playing, you know, like, combat. Uh, actually, you know, combat's a bad example, because that on two-player was still fun. That's the one with the tanks. You know, yep. the proper tank. um. And what they've done on this here, the developer has actually done a bunch of remakes um, to, uh, of certain, so they have a a remake of, uh, of combat, um, where, you know, they've, they've not made any drastic difference, but it, it looks modern, and it's still, 2D top down. It looks modern. It feels um, a bit different to play, and you can do stuff like make the ground ice uh, and stuff. And they also ah. they they did they did this. Um, it's almost like a, a a remake where they took multiple games and combined them together to make this this remake. And it's like Lunar Lander um, combined with some of the vertical scrolling shooting game and. Then I, I'm not sure which which games, but it's like four different games, uh, Atari games that they combine into one, uh, to make this this sort of remake, and it's just really well done. Very, um, very good. If you're interested in uh, video game history, it's worth. A- Do you know how modern it gets? It goes all the way up to the Jaguar, I believe. It actually goes to the Jaguar. It goes to yeah, the Jaguar a- <laughs> for better I or worse.
1: That- i owned a jagger you know why the fuck <laughs> did... my freaking dad found one i can't even remember but i remember him bringing this and it was actually called the jagger 64 so it was so he was trying to convince me that this thing was as good as an n64 uh... I, no i remember playing some awful fighting game and going no nah,
0: was that the cool. the mortal Kombat ripoff uh um, yes oh what did you call that
1: it was absolute crap. I remember that much. Hang on. It was fight. absolute. I
0: know it's the boy with the kilt.
1: Yep. Everyone remembers the boy with the kilt.
0: Yeah, this had a body game on it.
1: I have no idea what. You, you are right. And then that is the one it was. Fight.
0: That's not it. Yeah. Is that it? That's not it.
1: No. No. <clears throat> <clears throat> Definitely not it.
0: And I, I'm trying to think of other, like, Boral Combat rip up There's the Tattoo Assassin, but I don't think.
1: Ultra Vortex.
0: Oh, is that what it was?
1: Is that what it was? That or doesn't, we have, that doesn't sound we have Kasumi familiar. Ninja. Kasumi? Yeah, Kasumi Ninja is the one. Okay. There's, the, there's, there's the kilt guy. Oh, wouldn't it? There's the kilt guy. Everyone God. remembers the kilt guy, because he used to lift up his kilt. The fireball came out. But yeah, it actually does. The Jagger, then. so I'm I'm surprised at that. I thought they were... <laughs> I suppose, now, when you're saying you're they're doing the tour bit and they're, they're talking to you about their history, do they talk to you about the ups and downs, or...
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: It, okay, it, okay. It, it
0: it covers everything because C- like they do have piece of the current CEO, but like most of those work there anymore. No, they they talk about it being bought by um, Warner and how nah. shit that was, <laughs> and then wanting to get the fuck out. Yep. Um, and they talk about the uh, all the cocaine rumors in the hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> you ever hear the the rumors are like everyone's fucking taking all sorts of drugs in the office, and there was a hot tub in the lobby. Yeah, <laughs> You got one guy's like, ah, that's all bullshit. There was no drugs in in my office anyway. And then or boy's like, ah, oh, we were smoking weed in the office all the time. <laughs> that's how we did stuff. So, um, so uh, other than that, I also picked up a game that, that I had one, just never got right to getting it, um, and trying it, and that was Iron Maiden, formerly Iron Maiden, got into some legal issue with the band. Yep. Uh, um. So this is made in the Duke, nu- Duke Nukem 3D. Let's not, people get
1: worried that it's the Duke Nukem Forever engine. Duke Nukem 3D engine.
0: <laughs> what was, t- what was done in what, 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 like Duke Nukem Forever?
1: I have no idea. I think it was made in about five different engines because I yeah. it, it kept being, you know, unfinished. Somebody else picked it up, done a bit more work on it, never finished it. Somebody else done a bit more work. Never finished it, and then obviously Gearbox picked it up and claimed that they started from scratch. And you went eyeballs. bullshit.
0: Um, I can't remember what you call the build engine. I'm sorry, it's not. It's called I, uh, oh, the I building. 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 Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is. Oh, this is really good. You should try this game.
1: Yeah. I've actually I've watched a few trailers and always went, "Ooh, I want to pick this up." It's one of those ones you always look at and go, "Yep, I'm gonna buy that at some."
0: It's it's crazy. This old ass thirty year old gaming and you're playing this and it still looks really good um like obviously it's all sprite work but it's really good sprite work uh and the game is like 40 meg you know it's really really small um but yeah this is a really speedy fast uh first person shooter um And there's not much of a story, but you're in this sort of a kind of maybe futuristic cyberpunky world, and (laughs)
1: that's all you need.
0: Shooting. You've got your big revolver, the ten bullets, because it's got a massive (laughs) revolver. Um,
1: Chamber. Would
0: it be chamber? Because Uh, I guess they're all. I don't know.
1: Or would you call that the cartridge? I don't. don't, No, the cartridge. Sorry, I completely threw you off there. Sorry.
0: Um yeah you got your your shotgun which doubles um, you can do like uh, the revolver if you hold down you know right mouse button Fun, hacking jewel dual wield uh machine gun uh, yeah this is it's really fun really snappy really fast and has a better platform here, but I guess because mm. this this is 3D Realms put this out so uh, 3D Realms has got nothing to do with box. earbox nope nope so technically I own Fury the true like spiritual successor to juke 3d
1: yes More i would yep i would agree with that completely
0: yeah it's it's really good Uh, simple yeah this sort of game that is just well this is came out in 2009 but it's like the same kind of gameplay and that just it's Pretty timeless. Like mm. you know, what's that or one, the, the very Doom like one that we were playing recently as well? Proteus. I mean, uh, Proteus and it's, it's just fun, it's fast, no nonsense. Um and, and
1: Proteus you, is fucking amazing.
0: Uh, you feel like a badass running through it and this is this is the same way. Um, Aye. You know, you're trying to keep on top of like just running and gunning and picking up enough health and armor to make sure you survive and, and see you through um, there's secrets fucking everywhere uh, on the maps. Yeah, it's it's very very Duke Nukem, but just with character. Um, <laughs> Duke Nukem wasn't much of a character, there. and no. the uh, the the main character is doesn't have. She still she throws out Duke Nukem style one liners as well, and that's about <laughs> it. Did she steal them from Ash as well? <laughs> nah, in other places, to steal them from. Now, okay. <laughs> it it has uh DLC coming out very soon as well. Wow. Uh, very cool and it's uh it's on sale on steam at the minute for 7.79 I've, I've spent enough steam
1: Come on, <laughs> give me a break give me a break
0: i always told myself
1: i wouldn't go down this rabbit hole and look at me now
0: it's it's hard not to it's like uh, oh that's only a couple of pounds so is that so is that so is that and then yeah you've spent Way too much
1: You have a library full of games, Nick. I've played five of these.
0: There is a good reason why Gabe Newell is rich as fuck. Bastard. <laughs> not because of Half-Life 3. What? That's never Should... happening. Should? I've never, I've never
1: played Half-Life. Really? No. See, I remember a friend of mine give me a modded, or a, what would you call it, a cracked copy of it. And this was during the time when cracked games were doing like funny things to annoy people. Do you remember developers would do that?
0: Uh if it, if it was just like a pirated copy, weird shit would happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I always thought that uh, Half Life Two was a shit game because I could only get so far, and then you know, hell, like oh, like everything just exploded, and I would die, and I'd be like, "How the fuck am I supposed to get through this?" And it wasn't until years later I was reading this article about like the top ten ways, you know, developers fucked with game crackers and I seen that was in it and I was all son of a bitch, I kept trying to get through that. <laughs> I was destined to die. So yeah. I'm thinking to myself, I wonder I've yeah. tried the first one and I couldn't get into it. Although a lot of people say the Black Mesa remake is very good and it should actually mm. be worth giving a go. Yeah
0: it's a Uh, uh, yeah I'd I'd highly recommend I I love it's it's one of those both of them are one of those games that never takes control away from the player yeah yeah like the even in cutscenes you can act a twat or pay attention or whatever the fuck you want that um, always
1: makes me reminds me of a game, the first one. I think the second one didn't do it, but the first the darkness game did that. You never left first yeah. person.
0: That's what I love about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um with the exception of the Elden. You're in first mm. person the entire time. You only ever lose control of the character when the character is shouldn't be in control, as in being restrained by someone else. That's the only time. Like, if you consider you being in a conversation and picking the choices of what you're going to say, as being in control, which yes, it is. You're, there's never any point where it's like cutscene you can't do anything. And yeah, there's there's times you're you're sitting driving somewhere and you're not driving but you can still look wherever you want it's like you're actually Mm. and like yeah more games should try and design around the idea of like keeping being able to tell a story but never taking control away from a player not really fully um Mm. I think there's a, there's a skill to that. I think it's easy just to go, hey, we're going into a cutscene now, get comfortable. Um, You know, the, right. the, if you can tell a story just as good without having to resort to that, then that, that's a good Uh, Right, let's move on to some news. And first thing, I didn't have this on the list, but I thought I was just pointing this out because we talked about this last week, was that yes Ys, Yeast? Ys, Yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. it was, removed from PlayStation Plus. Uh Sony have said that was a back end issue and now it's back. Oh okay. See I'm doing responsible reporting. Following yeah, up. I get if it
1: actually was a back end <laughs> issue or if it was backlash to it. Oh shit.
0: I have no idea. I can't imagine there was that much backlash in this game because you know that's a pretty obscure JR. Alright. Um so yeah, first story we've got is uh so callisto protocols out soon um and they they have announced uh there's a season pass uh but a thing that's got some people up in arms is they're adding death animations through the season pass that you'll only get uh through buying this thing um now the uh, your man schofield um glenn glenn schofield has said this is new stuff That we haven't even started making yet, and we'll make it next year. Because we're like, oh, you're locking death animations behind a paywall? Uh, What Hmm. the fuck? Um, And he's like, oh, we haven't even started working on this stuff. And there's questions I have, because this does seem like some real shitty DLC. We're going to add death animations, and yeah. that's what you're going to pay for. I don't want to pay for that. I don't want that. No. Um.
1: I mean, who, who says to themselves, oh, I can't wait to die in this game to see what it looks like?
0: So, those death animations, uh, does he mean like, we'll release new content? That Because, yeah, no shit, you'll have new death animations because you'll be in different places? You'd, you'd
1: like to think so, but I, from the way it was described, I don't think so. I think... If you play through the game a second time and a certain type of monster kills you, you'll die a different way this time.
0: Who gives a fuck? That is Why are you wasting your motherfucking time with that? So I'm looking at the the, the season where it was. Season pass detailed. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because I'm curious to what the
1: hell is in a, a single player horror games season pass. I'm very curious.
0: So this is season passes and like here's all the DLC. Don't be confused with battle pass. That's oh yeah, the- yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna have that. But right, so this is the digital deluxe edition. That this get- includes the season pass. Well, uh, and there are three pieces of DLC included in the season pass. And it's the first one being bear the armor of the outer way. Uh, it's a skin already, kind okay. can- kind of useless in a a. a Single-player game, I don't really care about that. Um Contagion Bundle. Uh, discover the ultimate survival horror with a new mode, Contagion, with reduced ammo and health drops, customized difficulty, and permadeath. So it's a hard mode. But again, shouldn't every other like hard mode that's been done with games has just been a free update? I think that is really weak to ask someone to pay. Now, this is £20 more. Uh, I don't know how much these will, I don't know how much these will cost individually, but all of these together, well, actually four. Uh, but th- this is seventy pound on Steam for the uh, this. Um, so that's uh, a hard mode, um, and then on top of that, that gives you thirteen new Jacob death animations and uh, another collection of skins. Um, and then you've got the Riot Bundle. Uh, venture into a previously undiscovered area of Black Iron. So here, this is proper DLC. New area, new mm. uh, battling through waves of enemies, gather credits, upgrade your weapons. Sounds like a horde mode in a new area. Um, which, yeah, okay. You, I, that, That's probably something that would be worth... You know, you could justify charging money. Here is a built horde mode that has... Uh, You know, work has gone into this and uh, that includes 12 new enemy death animations. Are they tied to new enemies? I don't. Uh, And then some more skins and then it says story DLC dig deeper in the horrifying sequence secrets of protocol. I see people saying as well it's like oh we're giving developers a hard time for just announcing what they're going to do now it's like uh, and it's like oh but it's the they say this is new but it's like the weakest shit mine back when horse armor was yeah. um, everyone went what the fuck uh. <laughs> this is what dlc is this is a bit shit this is way worse than that and people mm. compare as it, like, oh, it's like gun skins. It's like, yes, it is, and we shouldn't be sitting going like, oh, gun skins. That's a good thing worth paying for. It's like, fuck off.
1: Who the hell has ever paid for a gun skin? I actually get annoyed in games that have gun skins because it's like you in know, a you single your, player. It's it's like you get your you get your your you've worked hard, you level up, and you get your gun skin, and you go, I don't give a shit about this gun skin. And I'd rather have.
0: have- they always look shit. Yeah. Here's my thing, it's like, so Ubisoft does this all the time, especially with Assassin's Creed games, and you all have all the different armors and the more recent Assassin's Creed games and weapons, and then all their premium stuff that they sell extra, it's all this mad shit. And you're like, that completely just breaks the lore of the entire game, and it just looks shit, and I don't want it. Uh, mm. It's like, if you do want it, then uh, fair enough, but like... It probably shouldn't be encouraging, like, breaking down their content into, like, such fucking piecemeal, oh, us pay this for the animations. You know, like, this is all part of this pass. Like, we don't know how this is going to be split up and sold piecemeal. I was like, am I going to be able to go pay a fiver for 13 extra? Uh, Jacob, death animations, and then when we weigh up how many death animations are in the base game, the base game costs 50 pound altogether. How does the math work out on on that? Where is it, like, what is an animation worth in the original game? Um, And I think people that jump to defend this sort of shit... Um, need to wise up and say, yes, we should fucking question everything they do, especially because this is crafting the fuckers that do PUBG who love to try and wring money out of you. Um, So, yeah, do question them. It's like, you shouldn't be jumping down the throats of anyone who goes, hey, what's up with this? And go, oh, they're just... It's like, no, fucking... Keep them fucking honest. It's only in your best interest. You help no one... And the same fuckers will, you know, if a, if a bug happens in the game, we'll send them death threats. So, you know, yep. what are we
1: even saying? But but uh, they'll, they'll, they'll send them death threats and then they'll give them two different animation choices to pick from. Um, <laughs> but uh, do you know what this feels like the polar opposite of? I, I know this is going to be a little bit of a t- tangent, but this feels like the complete opposite of what IO has done with Hitman.
0: Yeah yeah the 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 argument for it all falls apart when you look at what some other developers do and what some other developers put out completely free
1: yeah free have you seen what they're doing with hitman for free like new levels there's a whole new mode there's a roguelike mode coming to hitman for free Mm. that's that's gonna be awesome but it's like they're, they're they're not like i would have like if they turn around and says i we might need a couple of pound for this i'd be up, but it's a whole new mode something completely different fuck yeah here's a couple of pound if they turn around and went, i give us money and mr 47 i'll or don't know strangle a guy a different way i'd be like no what the fuck
0: yeah i i mean like big publishers like this and i consider crafting a big publisher like it's it's fucking it's the pub g crowd um, like, they have been searching for ways to take single-player games and do what has been done with multiplayer games as well, as in get a, get them generating uh, continuous revenue, you know, like battle passes and all, and because, like, if they try to put a battle pass in a single-player game, I think that would go down like a lead balloon, uh, as it should, but they're, they're, they're just looking for more and more ways, so that's why you should be skeptical, skeptical of what's in season passes and and that. And if, like, it's it's not a, a point of of being uh, like a sense of entitlement and being like oh, this is a thing that you're talking about uh, is going to be released as DLC and I I think it should be in the base game because you thought of it now. It's not like being entitled to stuff. Like, of course games can do further content down the line and charge more money for it but it should be content that's worth paying money for which i don't think fucking death animations or gun skins or even character skins in a single player game it's like if we look at cd project red like they charge money for additional content um and it's usually like a whole other game's worth of content in some in some situations and then they also do like they're doing that free witcher upgrade uh yep.
1: free free witcher upgrade
0: yeah with a about like better textures gameplay balances uh mm-hmm. stuff from the TV show added in so it's like you cannot sit there and say ask for 20 pounds and uh, we asked, well, what's that £20 for? And turn around and say, oh, we got 13 new, uh, new animations that play when triggered when you die. It's like, that is nothing. You You've given me nothing of consequence. Please go away. I will play your game when it goes to Game Pass. Thanks very much.
1: Yeah. Or I can't believe I'm saying this. I'll get Dead Space Remake off EA instead. Yeah. <laughs> when it's cheap.
0: Alright, we have more stuff on this Microsoft Activision <laughs> crap. Um so it's looking like uh from internal I guess emails, maybe. Um or a rule that, like how it's looking in the, uh, the EU rule in any way, is that you know, the the EU regulators are looking at the deal and all and it's probably looking like Microsoft is going to offer for the EU at least, a ten-year licensing deal for Sony for Call of Duty, and I would near bet anything right now that includes that the game cannot appear on Game Pass for ten years. Mm. I would dare say that's 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 what Sony's looking for, and instead of, without actually coming out and saying it. And that's probably what they're most worried about is this thing just going into, you know, the $10.99 a month service uh, that people would rather than go with an Xbox. Um... Uh, and that's probably gonna happen. I don't really care because <laughs> I don't want you to no. read, but, uh you're not losing anything, but like it would have been like for Call of Duty players to just sign up for this service might have been better, or maybe not. If you just play Call of Duty and that's all you play, you're probably not gonna likely sign up for this service because that would work out more expensive if that's all you're playing. Um yep. and I'm not sure how many people that would get in. To that service just for Call of Duty, because again, like I said, Call of Duty players—that's all they do—and uh, they buy that one that keeps them happy. Um, a, a couple of other things that have come out from documents and what, what Sony's <laughs> saying—you uh, t- you're laughing at the Battlefield stuff, aren't you? I am. <laughs> it's just pure
1: shat on them, I
0: mean, they're not wrong. At the same <laughs> time. <laughs>
1: I get what they're saying, but like, you know, EA aren't exactly a small company, right? And you know, poor old DICE have to work with what they're given, and EA must be like, get this out now at this time, yada yada, do this, do that, make it so we can keep making money off it. And then Sony just comes along and goes, Hey, that Battlefield hey, is that's no match because I think that was one of the arguments they use. It's like, hey, there's still the other franchises that'll be on PlayStation, the likes of Battlefield and all. And it was it Sony says they just can't compare or they just can't compete or something <laughs> yeah. like that?
0: They can't keep up. I they can't keep up. Was exactly what
1: they said. Fucking hell! So Battlefield just got a a bit slap
0: from Sony. I mean, they're not wrong. They're yeah. they're, they're like it's not even close. Like, like I'm to to, to, even, to even call Battlefield a competitor to Call of Duty is a bit stupid, because it's just not. Call of Duty doesn't yeah. have a competitor. It doesn't.
1: No.
0: Like it's Fortnite. I would say is a closer competitor to Call of Duty than than Battlefield. And I know they're no, they're nothing alike except for shooting. Um, but then. You know they are like in the buying skins and uh, battle passes and all that crap. Um hmm. But yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's it's more yeah it's a more of a competitor. Like if somehow Microsoft decided uh, we're gonna buy Epic, yeah, you know, like maybe. <laughs> never happening. But like, would Sony kick up the same fuss? Maybe they would. Um But if they were gonna buy EA, uh, maybe for FIFA they would kick up a fuss. But yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Good point. As we as we said last week, uh Microsoft really wants King. Really, really, really wants King, uh the mobile developer. Yep. So they're probably they're they're probably gonna do some some deals uh, just to, to get this thing across the line. And the last piece of information is in Sony's sort of rationale for going against this, um the thing they're worried about is the transition to PlayStation 6, where if there's no Call of Duty on PlayStation, it'll mean people will jump ship to Xbox when the generations change. Uh, but the, the interesting thing is they gave a date. They said beyond 2027. So uh, it sort of gives you an idea what Sony's thinking of life cycle for uh, the PS5, uh, which is a pretty long one. But I think we're, we're we're getting more sort of used to the longer console life cycle.
1: Yep that thing because there's obviously only so far and so much power the consoles can do and you're going to get to that point where you know are you going not going to even have generations anymore you're just going to have a Playstation 2030 version a two Playstation 2033 version and we're just it, the same Playstation but it's got stronger components is it. A,
0: is it worth these things just becoming modular? It's like time for the graphics module to be replaced in my Playstation uh, Yeah, Your Playstation just becomes a PC basically uh, a couple of things around Need for Speed Unbound, which is another game that's out very soon. Um, we've had some leaked gameplay, uh, which EA hasn't really commented on that. There's not much to uh, say, but this keeps happening. leaking and shit um, happened with God of War. It's happened with Kalista Protocol. It's out there. It's opening, um, which is probably, a, you think of a Dead Space opening, so they were always very strong. Um, yep, you wouldn't want that spoiled. Need for Speed, not so much. You're just driving. Co- mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the uh, the big story there is that EA had to actually come out and apologise because the official Need for Speed uh, Twitter account. Um, got on a bit of baller because someone decided to criticize them for their early access shit. Rightly so, because the early access stuff that EA always does is like, uh, you know, you pay us a bit of extra, you'll get the, the game a couple of days early, and you're like, why the fuck? Um, it's like that, you're not paying for early access, it's like you're holding the game back to squeeze more money out of people, if anything, because that game must be ready to go, surely. Um... And the, the Twitter account responded, um, something to the effect of calling them a milkshake brain and said, if you don't like it by the, the standard, I don't care. Yeah. A bad day in the um, I think it's a case of like certain social media managers thinking, you know, where you get sometimes like, um, brands social media platforms having a bit of an attitude uh, and usually it's it's aimed at you know I've, I've seen funny ones where it's like you know um they'll do some sort of pride thing and someone will say something horrible there and they'll go back and tell them to fuck off or whatever and you're like fair enough um yep. but this is like someone with genuine criticism of your business practices and you're just like yeah, i do one <laughs> um no you can't do that uh no.
1: Have to accept her criticism. I uh,
0: can't uh, they they called the person a milkshake Breed and said, cry about it, bro, or buy the regular price don't. <laughs> um I agree with that person.
1: Oh yeah, it is a scummy practice. And they've done it with other games as well. Give us a bit of extra money and you'll get it early.
0: I do want to play this. Um it is Criterion's first game. Full on game since uh, two thousand twelve. I think. Uh, the Need for Speed Most Wanted from Belva is their last one, um, and their their two Need for Speed games they have made are pretty good, which was Hop uh, Shoot and that Most Wanted one. Uh, so they've been stuck doing Sports Studio stuff for a long time, so it's mm. good to have them releasing a full on game. Um, and there was a interview with Eurogamer, I's uh, the the developer in Crimmins. He was asked, "Burnout possibly? Um is there any is there a possible possibility of a Burnout?" And he said, "Yeah, absolutely. I hope so. It's not something we're looking to do now. <laughs> it's not my next game or anything like that. Uh not that I could say if it wasn't, but I guess I can say that it's, it's not the next game I will work on. So, yeah, there's, I guess that's sort of what you would expect. About. I would
1: hope to see Burnout make a comeback. I really would.
0: I wonder how that remaster of Paradise. Well, I bought it. I bought it too. Yeah.
1: I bought it, believe it or not, for my Switch. Oh, I bought and, the PC. And it runs amazingly. I, I would
0: expect it.
1: Yeah, you'd hope so, Like, but I, I bought it because just fancied a racing game. If you uh, had that was, on
0: PC, we could be playing, but
1: i know know the like i like burnout paradise but i don't think it's the strongest burnout
0: are you a burnout three man
1: i like any burnout where i can just pick a track like i say open world things even in that situation i just the idea of like all right going to go to your next race you have to drive the whole way across the city and it's like oh can i just go into a menu and pick the bloody race please <laughs>
0: Uh, the need for speed but in their uh in, in their games i think they gave you the option to just do that i'll just pick a race from where you could drive there
1: i just i was i've always been like i like i just i'd rather just go in and pick the race so any of the burnouts were like you know i think three was maybe the one i put the most time into although burnout did have some like paradise had some amazing things in it like it had the motorbike but and it had you know the the movie cars and things like that so mm. if if it, like I I did put myself through it on the Switch and I was like right I'm gonna enjoy this and I'm gonna to go to the tracks and and at least I remember originally playing it so this was a nice update and when you originally played it and like you were you failed something you had to drive the whole way back to the starting line to start the race again. Oh, at least, there's an, op- uh, at least there's an option that at least go re- restart. <laughs>
0: And yeah, pr- uh, if you're wondering why the hell do you want them to make a burnout game when they're Need for Speed game anyway, is it not the same thing? It's like, ah, Burnout uses made up cars so they can smash them up real nice. Yeah, can't do that in Need for Speed. It's not allowed. Nope.
1: Like crashing was one of Burnout's main things. <laughs> yeah, really strange. Yeah, but there's it, a whole
0: uh, mode dedicated to it. It's like, it, how big yep. of a pileup can you make? <laughs> and you're not getting that in Need for Speed. No way. No,
1: uh, Porsche are not going to let you smash up a 911.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, but here is the thing: in those games, they'll let you do other very horrible things to those cars, yeah, and make them look yeah. very stupid. It's like, "Why yep. can't I just smash it? <laughs> I've taken the back bumper off." What the fuck? is not
1: fucking mad, you know that? You know, a, an actual car manufacturer doesn't want their car getting smashed up in a game. It's a
0: fucking video game, like. But you, you want to stick a a a, a big boobed anime lady on the side? Go for it! Aye,
1: aye. Don't get it. Never will.
0: Uh, where were we? Ah, there, there is, there was a teaser trailer for a new Starship Troopers game.
1: Oh yeah, seen this just last night.
0: Have they done this too late?
1: Um, this sounds like a very unique co-op game though. Twelve players. It's not like, yeah, it's not just like a team of four doing a Left for Dead type thing. Three teams of four. But you all have to, like, you're on, like, this gigantic map, as far as I can tell. And you're all doing objectives at the same time. But you might have to wait for another squad to finish their objective before you can start your objective. So, yeah, it can be interesting.
0: Yeah, at least it it does, yeah, something new. It's class-based, assault, support, defense. Um, Mm. No one's going to play support because this is the way of things. Um, (laughs) Unless
1: support has, like, all the best guns. There you go. (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah, they have their own perks, equipment, weapons, uh, and then there's there's a building system, uh, mm-hmm. so you can build walls and towers and shit. Um, I, I f- kind of f- find that this is maybe missing the point of the films, but okay, let's let's shoot some bugs.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Why is it? Why is it always the biggest fans of Starship Troopers the entire thing is flown over their heads? I find. because
1: <laughs> they're too busy just watching, enjoying the a- action.
0: Uh, I mean, if you want to go, if you want to go into it like as an action film, it's all right. It's not that great as you know, <laughs> as political satire and but onism and stuff. It, it's really funny and good. Yeah,
1: well, it's what it, Paul Vuvenhooven. Yes, he's very good at that.
0: Vuvven. Vuvven.
1: <laughs> um You can always tell it's one of his films because there'll be an ad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he, like, he's doing that. It's the, it's the um RoboCop shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I love I love that shit. Um I, yeah, I would he does it it RoboCop yeah.
1: and he does it big time in total recall as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all these ads. I think he's he's partly to blame for my cyberpunk problem. <laughs> Definitely him. But uh yeah, moving on. Uh Netflix is looking to make a game
1: And they've said they want to be a triple A standard game,
0: which means it'll be shite. It'll be absolute. (laughs) A third-person action RPG. Um, God, you couldn't get any less inspired. It's gonna be
1: generic as
0: fuck. Oh god, it it sounds like it. It's like they're they're looking at Sony over there and going, some of that it's like you're not even going to try and do something original are you it's like we need something we can make tv shows out of films out of it we're dying here I, I think it's it's crazy that they're doing this with the state they're in yeah um yeah they're looking like like they have their mobile phone stuff at the moment so you get phone games as part of your subscription now which i've touched. Um, but they got like a Spiritfarer on there, which is a pretty good game. so they're they're trying to develop original games with no ads or in-app purchases. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, yeah, how how AAA are we talking?
1: Right. uh they, they says they want to go AAA, so they obviously have it in their head that they want to do like you know God of War. Yeah, that's, I,
0: can... I, I get. It. They want a God of War. They want uh Horizon. That, that's what I think they want. Yeah.
1: But I reckon they'll end up with, um, instead of God of War, they'll end up with Godfall.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you, you could be right. And this is a brand new team they're trying to put together, which...
1: Hell, what if it... You know what? They could surprise us and they could end up pulling a team silent and being told to fire something out and fire out an absolute classic. But I severely doubt it.
0: Team Silent was a team with a fucking vision of what they wanted to do and manipulated True. what they were asked to do to achieve it. And even though they didn't get all the way there, they did enable the follow-up guys to actually do something better. Well, depends. Depends what you think of how you would rank the Silent Hill. Uh, China has claimed they have fixed their, their video game addiction problem by not allowing anyone to play video game. Good, good good job. I, good job,
1: China. I, I don't know. <laughs> forgive me for forgive me for sounding topical here, but uh I think China has bigger problems to worry about than fucking fixing video
0: game addiction. I mean, they literally lock people in their homes now.
1: Yeah. And you know, hails breaking loose on their streets. So, um yeah, you know, overthrow that dictator. <laughs> Go get him, folks. This
0: this this never turns out well. Um but yeah, they totally should. This is, this is just one of their other, like, the way they react to things is like, no, you can't do it. So, I say, if you're under 18, you're limited to three hours a week. A week? Of what video games? Video
1: games, aye. Oh, Jesus, you wouldn't get through a cutscene in a Hideo Kojima game?
0: No. Um. And they said they've seen remarkable results. And also, <laughs> you know, they may stretch the truth sometimes. As in the really? Ch- Chinese propaganda department um, no
1: they wouldn't do that
0: they're all like 75 uh, percent of all under 18s are claiming to follow the rules <laughs> they must be you know if they're saying it Literally, how do they police that i i don't know and they should i always
1: wonder how their how their leaders look at other world leaders and go we're able to do this and everyone else looks around and go right okay
0: sure good job good job I'm going to money. play games for five hours straight. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves. Go deep with that swish all on um, uh, so, so Splinter Cell is coming this is <laughs> It's coming to BBC Radio 4.
1: <laughs> say that again. Just say that again.
0: Splinter Cell is coming to BBC Radio 4 as a, not Netflix, a radio
1: show.
0: <laughs> we have truly, uh, truly uh, just exhausted all options for how to spin out. A game and this other things. So, the radio. <laughs> I have one question: Is it Michael Ironside? And if it's not, fuck off.
1: Do you, right, hang on, hang on a minute. If they had Michael Ironside doing this, I would be tuning into Radio Four to yeah. listen
0: to that. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, it has to be Michael Ironside. or fuck off. Is he still alive? <laughs> Please tell me he he's still. Be I'm embossed. pretty
1: sure he is. I'm pretty sure. I would have heard about it. Michael
0: it's someone called Adonis Anthony. Ah, shit. You know who that is? He
1: still, uh, no. Do you? He, uh, he's still kicking and he's 72. Oh, Jesus.
0: <clears throat> Maybe if you didn't cast him, he'd go all by, G- like, JR and start rambling about stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Be complaining that the terrorists aren't selling well enough.
0: <laughs> That's insane. Uh, it's, it's, you know, when you think about it, it's really, it, it's a fancy audio book and some audiobooks actually do shit i guess like the the star wars ones you know have sound effects and stuff which is cool but Yeah, that's it's a thing uh, th- uh, would you be tempted like like it's it's this friday it starts
1: oh fuck so it's good to go well, i suppose it's radio there's not exactly a lot of planning it is <laughs> yeah. just going to a bunch of people read the script.
0: yeah pretty much do some foley work and we're good to go um yeah well, you could get in there and and give it a a, a listen i we should yeah, just, just, just to say, we do. Oh, but, but if we do that and then um, talk about it in the podcast, they'll come looking for TV licenses. Ah, oh, Jesus! I refuse. <laughs> no
1: way. Same, <laughs> Fuck that. Just...
0: They almost had us there. So the days X Go. Do you remember the Go game? You had Two Meter Go and Hitman Go. The the puzzle games yes. on mobiles. Go uh so you're not going to be able to play that where you bought it or currently have it downloaded from the 4th of january which is what we all knew was going to happen when we all started buying things digitally this this is embracer group um this is pretty shit not that i wanted to play but it's just the the precedent of the whole thing is a bit fucked up like especially if you paid for this and it's gone you just it's a thing that you owned and uh, now, now you don't
1: I suppose the problem is though is that this was set up during Square Enix ownership of Deus Ex, and I don't think I think how this works is that so, for some reason this puzzle game I do not know why always has to be connected to the internet hmm. so obviously these servers are just obviously with them buying Deus Ex, these servers are now costing them money and I don't know if anyone's even still playing this to be fair but I know what you mean you know you've paid for it you know, some should you should be able to hold on to, it. yeah. Because I don't think, I don't think the Deus one was released on PlayStation. I think only the Tomb Raider and the Hitman one were, but they don't need to be connected to the internet all the time.
0: Yeah, so the the actual developer as well, that's that's the one that they've shut down. So Embracers bought all this stuff, and they're kind of in a mode now where they're like, ah, fuck, we have too many things. and They're consolidating things and shutting things down. Like, that team that did that Saints Row reboot uh, has been folded into Gearbox. Right. Um, Job's going to go... This this is... Like, they could have went in, made a change, because, like you said, this probably doesn't need...
1: No. We could have just taken the the online requirement off, but I wonder would that have cost far too much to do that or something?
0: But but I I think that's the problem. You knew you knew, yeah. Like it, it's not enough that you put in the position It's like, oh, we can take this away from you whenever we want. That's shitty. And I know that's the yeah. way it is at the minute and you're agreeing. And it's like, well, what else you play it? But it's like we should change how this is done. Like publishers should think is like how how can this be? You know preserved and that like c- can we just can this just run perpetually like, like that's the other angle of it is preservation um, of games um, mm. and, and that's why the, that work those guys done in the Atari collection is so important because they dug up so much shit that could have been lost got interviews with guys who are up there in years to tell these mm. stories um, and it's just good to have that shit and you don't want to see a game that just disappears from existence and there's people no. out there that did that, that worked on that um, and it's just gone, never to be seen again, it's a, it's a real shitty situation to be um, So I'm sure some bright person might be able to well do it's something. It's funny you should
1: say that because just as I have been looking into this there is Reddit pages and everything already uh, telling you how to keep your game going without being connected to the internet. Sweet. So there you go. Thank you, Internet.
0: <laughs> you know we have to do legal shit because these dumbass companies shoot themselves in the foot.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, a few more details on the Witcher One remake is not much, but they've basically said that it will be a modern take on the game, uh, an open world RPG like Witcher Three, which I don't think that's a surprise, um, and it'll likely be come out after the first game in the new Witcher trilogy they're making and the first game of that trilogy will be in development for the next three years so it'll be sometime after three years so there you go Um not anytime soon maybe just <laughs> try playing the current
1: one. Yeah and the fact that as you were saying earlier, they have just been working on that big uh, Witcher Three remaster. Yeah, you know, like so, you, could, you know, technically you have a whole technically you have a whole new way of playing Witcher Three. It's been yeah. rebalanced and everything. You so could uh, do that.
0: you could definitely play through Witcher Three again. That would probably take you three years. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it took me like three years to finish that. <laughs> uh, and lastly, here this is i I have deja vu we have definitely talked about this before it it might not be this specific game but something like this happened before bohemia has asked fans to stop faking real world war footage in armor 3 and putting it up as footage from ukraine okay have we it sounds so fucking familiar They've actually, they've actually, they've had to put out a, a video of how to spot fake fucking warfare videos. Uh, you know, it was like, oh, it's got a shaky camera and, and all that and the low resolution and stuff. Um, I find the whole, all these videos from the Ukraine war a bit fucking dodge in the first place. Uh, it's like, oh, we're all sitting over here nice and safe watching Russians get blown up for fun uh mm-hmm. and it's like I don't. a lot of those russian guys were conscripted don't want to be there so maybe that's a bit shitty i don't know um i i'm not mm-hmm. gonna see guys no. giving me a nope. drop nope. Fuck. uh but yeah why do this for the guys they're obviously doing it for clicks i was like people are addicted to clicks do you fucking catch yourself well? <laughs> jesus mm-hmm. christ uh yeah but I, I just find this like i was like this again uh Uh, And the news has... Yeah, this has happened before. In 2012, Opcom slammed ITV for broadcasting Armour 2 footage mistakenly labelled as Libya-funded IRA attack. Oh, Jesus Christ, dumbass.
1: We have spoke about this.
0: It's happened so many times. Uh, Russia's uh, state-run news service used Armour 3 footage to illustrate the war in Syria. 2016, Iranian state TV accidentally aired Medal of Honor footage. It was the Medal of Honor. That's the one we spoke about. He's yep. claiming to show a real-life raid on ISIS troops.
1: <laughs> Medal of fucking honor.
0: Oh. Yep. And that's your game news we're all more willing to talk about. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to wrestling, then. Uh, I want to talk about Survivor Series. Aye. Go ahead. Which I watched. Because this won't take much Because it was a weird pay-per-view, but it was a very good pay-per-view. Uh, and what made it weird is the fact that it was war games. Um <laughs> And a war games match is really long, so the card was like four matches, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't watch pre-show. Um, yeah, the women's war games match and the men's war games match, and they're like those matches like forty-five minutes long. Hmm. Um, and then you had uh, AJ Styles taking on Finn Balor, which was an excellent match, and that's all tied up in the Bullet Club history, which makes it really cool. You got the you know the good brothers are there. Um, While well, Finn has his new group and they're, you know, he's oh, I started this stupid wee group. Well, no, it's it, it's good shit. And then we had the uh, a triple threat for the US title um, with Seth Rollins taking on Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory. You remember a couple of weeks ago I said Austin Theory cashing his money in the bank, uh, and Hi. then Bobby Lashley just came down and tore the shit out of him, so he like lost his money in the bank. Um, well, he won this. Austin Theory is uh, now the US champ. It it was like a weird sort of moment of um, Rollins had him up on his shoulders and Lashley speared Rollins, went rolling out of the ring and Austin Theory just fell on top of him, got the three count. So it's still like, (laughs) he didn't exactly look strong in winning it, but champion. Uh, Ronda Rousey is fucking awful.
1: Yeah, no change here then.
0: Uh... Triple H just needs to end that now. This has gone on too long. Why is she your champion? God damn it. Uh, the talent they have in that woman's roster, and, and they're still fucking about with it. And she does seem to get worse, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Uh, I'm not sure how that's possible. Uh, but it's just like a real, real boring match with her and uh, Shotzi, which should be exciting. She drives a fucking mini-time. That should be that's exciting. I right, think you're saying about her. hmm uh, and then the war games matches uh, which were both excellent the, the, the women's was sort of standard heels got the advantage so if you don't know what a war games match two teams of five um, it's a blood and guts match but it's the same thing right. uh, so you start with two people from each team in the ring uh, for five minutes, uh, then someone from the team with the advantage comes in. It's a two and one situation for the next three minutes, and then someone comes in from alternating teams every three minutes till everyone is in the ring. Then the match officially starts. Difference with the WWE War Games is it's pin or submission, not surrender. not surrender. Yeah, uh, so surrender is very, very old school. That's like the first couple. So pre- WCW changed the rules over the years. Uh, mm. they also don't have the roof so they can, you know, jump up um, but yeah, the, the the women's was like, yeah heels have the advantage um, faces have to fight from underneath and they win, uh, was also the return of uh, Becky Lynch who got the, the pin uh, was, was really good the men's the, the storytelling on the men's was really good because th- they're doing this whole thing with Sammy's Zayn or Sammy Uso being, you know, Roman Reigns' group and they don't trust him. Right. um And they're building up as like, a, they were putting seed in doubt because Kevin Owens, who's obviously like longtime friend of Sammy, and he, there's like a part where him talking to him backstage, but like, oh, what are you doing with these guys? Come on, man, what the hell? And then, um, one of the Usos overheard this and he goes and tells Roman and all uh, and then uh, it's it's you've got kind of this uh, Sammy going to turn on them to help his friend um, and it, as well the, the interesting thing they did here as well is the faces had the advantage uh, so they got the one man advantage so they were always one ahead as built up but uh, it sort of ended up where uh, you're always like watching Sammy it was like what's he going to do and then he uh, it ends up everyone's down and it's Sammy and Kevin Owens and you know Kevin's trying to like reason with him and Sammy just wails him in the nuts gives him the finisher uh, and and wins the match for the, the uh, for the Bloodline uh, sort of just cementing that in it's like yeah fuck it. Sammy's gone Sammy don't care uh, but yeah it was a, it was a really good pay per view um, or premium event yeah it's on the network. Oh, really pay-per-view all
1: right premium event i was like i should have they changed the name of the pay-per-view they have
0: because they're technically not but they you still can i don't know why you would you could pay bt 20 pound or you could just pay a tenner for a month of the network
1: Nah, no, true all
0: right so the, uh, that's worth a watch i die really, matches i think mm. they're cool as fuck um I was going to say, like, I should go back and watch them all. And I bet by the end of it, if I go through chronology and got into the, you know, the end times stuffy stuffy, you about it chase me tune. But, <laughs> uh, but all the, the NXT ones are all excellent. Um, I think they're sick. Um, and This has been really good, strong start for, this is their first time doing them on main roster. And it's something Triple H has wanted to do since, like, 2002, and he wasn't allowed. He originally won at uh, uh, Survivor Series w- 2002. He wanted to do war games, and Vince was like, "You know what?" He was like, no, of that WCW shit around here. Fuck that." Um, and as a compromise, that's how we got Elimination Chamber. That's what they did instead, so they kind uh, the of right. thing. So because Vince is out of the picture, didn't take uh, didn't take a <laughs> Triple H oh, first Survivor Series to come along. We're doing war games. Fuck. <laughs>
1: Uh, See, so if that was triple H I'd be phoning Vince McMahon, you know, on video call every night and that's <laughs> speaking not <laughs> speaking, just giving him the finger
0: just being all ah he, triple H insert triple H impression. <laughs> he evens. that's more of Valvinus. <laughs>
1: <has> <laughs>
0: <favorite I'm> <laughs> right. Uh so what's happened to AEW this past week? Uh, so, William Regal, right, we know at the pay-per-view he turned on Moxie. We knew, um, Moxie was going to be quite upset with William Regal. We also know William Regal can't really take bumps. Uh, so how, how, how are we doing this? Um, and the answer is, Brian Danielson comes out and <laughs> literally begs, uh-huh. literally begs, uh, Moxie not to kill Regal, um, despite which word, um, did you get the impression that this is the last we'll see of Regal? Or is that just he did
1: me? I did say, was it run and never come back? But no, no, Regal's gonna be. I reckon he'll be with MJF.
0: I hope so. I don't want him. I I know <laughs> if given the opportunity he would go back to WWE because um, all the good work that he did in NXT and he would now get to do all roster. And I think it, it probably is the as wrestling as a whole. It's Probably where he would do the most good. It's part of Triple H's team. Like, but uh, yeah, I don't want to see him go from on camera because he's been fucking great in AEW. The promos he's cut, um, yep. st- the stuff he's been doing with MJF is great. want to see. Where, um, so, what next for John Moxley?
1: I think Mox, uh, he, he may end up having a, he may go on either a mad spree or he might disappear for a while.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, we know he was due a break. That's kind of flown past now. Renee's there as well. Oh, hi. Um. So on, on Dynamite, we had a whole altercation between the best friends and the factory happening uh, after the match, uh, which was which was fine match between hmm. uh, Orange Cassidy, um, and Hager, wasn't it? it was the Hager yes. one? Yes. They were doing silly stuff with the hat.
1: Yes, it was actually very good.
0: it oh, was it was entertaining but the the, the big thing the mm. main thing is uh Factory came out after that starting Orange Cassidy shit and we get the lights going out and finally House of blackerback back and beat the absolute living shit out of everyone. It's everyone. all I ever it's all I ever wanted. I really like this.
1: There was a part where Brody King and Big Nick Camarado were in the ring. And Brody King looked like he ran over the top of a small child. The way he clotheslined Nick Camerado, it was fucking amazing. The way he took Camerado's head off, of a clo- it just looked like he completely trucked. I'm a big. I think Brody King is fucking brilliant as it is. And then the move, I can't even remember who got it, but someone got it. I think it was some just somebody's security guard at the top of the ramp just got absolutely murdered <laughs> by yeah. Buddy Matthews and Brody King. It was. Savage.
0: I uh, I-, I love that they weren't targeting any anyone specific. It was just like everyone here dies now.
1: Yep, this is it. We are gonna turn this place into a graveyard.
0: Uh, it's get really good the way they do. Is the lights go out, then the big red light comes on. It's just Julia. Yep. And then she like does the hand motion. The lights come back up, and they're standing there in the ring and just commence fucking reckoning.
1: Empty everybody.
0: I'd love to see them do for a couple of weeks more. Just do this. Yep. Before we have them do anything too specific, um, but I, I'm not even sure what what they would go for because obviously they, they can't they can't go for the trios titles because that's in a best seven that's all tied up till next year in January. So uh, the full gear gear tournament was settled. We've got MJF's first opponent. Uh, Winter is coming. Yep. Ricky Stark.
1: Not gonna lie, I didn't see that coming.
0: He he was. Came out all taped up and um, was getting a shit mm. beat out of him throughout the whole match. Um but got those those really nice looking spears he does. Um, ah. it made him look really good because of just fighting through injury. Um mm. he's like because they had to postponed matches, he's he like Lance Archer on the Friday and on the Saturday, um Brian Cage who beat the fuck out of him, you know, having to come in and, and take on Ethan Page um good underdog stuff that'll be with MJF and Ricky Starks are you more to hope for like the match or just let, what they're going to do ahead of the match a bit on, of both on the microphones
1: because yeah, them two are going to be really good in the mic together
0: I hope so I hope that's what we get this this week uh when is winter is coming
1: uh it's, hang on it's the 7th of December so it's not this Wednesday but the next so you, you'd have to use this week to build uh, up the fuck. match then.
0: we won't get much of it then um well uh, yeah you'd, you'd like to see them do maybe a, a longer term sort of <laughs> feud, whereas this this probably isn't this is probably Oh, the oh so we get two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. We'll take that.
1: And it's in Texas, which is Ricky Stark's country.
0: Ooh, so you men actually get cheered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we're a second match in the best of seven series. Uh with the elite taking on or challenging for Death Triangles Trios titles. Uh Chicago the thing that you expected to happen happened because the crowd was all like, fuck the elite. But a good part of the crowd was also like, fuck CM Punk.
1: Yep. And then another good bit of the crowd was all called Cabana. (laughs) Yep. So you're like, yep. I, I would say it was a good 50, 50. It's just the, the, the CM Punk lovers just kept going where the, the elite guys were just like, no, we're just going to watch the match here. (laughs)
0: I don't know, like, are you really that dedicated to the guy just because he's from Chicago? He does not give two shits a bunch of people. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing?
1: No, I'm not going to turn around and, you know, kiss Big Demo's ass for the rest of my life.
0: No. No. Don't really two as much as don't really care.
1: (laughs) I've seen one and he's...
0: uh, (laughs) uh, big. uh, I've seen him
1: get murdered by EY and, you know, I was more pumped about EY doing some murder than I was about Big Demo being from Northern Ireland.
0: Yeah, now here's like CM Punk comes in and let's be honest, does a lot of damage mm. to AEW, which had been getting on fine. Now, I'm not saying he didn't like boost things, he definitely had an yep. impact. Um, but then undid it all after a year,
1: yeah, undid it all and left a bit of fucking scar tissue behind him as well,
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, like,
1: Chicago used to be like the place AEW could go to and you know had mad fans who were just there for the wrestling yeah but now it's gonna have that cm punk stink on it
0: it's where it started it started in chicago i mean yep fucking hell uh but yeah i think i is this gonna be a thing every time they go to chicago with the a shame it'll be interesting to see what we get when, we, when they go to california soon
1: i <laughs> shocked at the result of the match as well
0: oh yeah yeah Forgot the match. (laughs) Death Triangle getting the second one, but uh, through dirty means by Penta this time. uh, I I don't think Penta really had a problem. We used dirty tactics in the first place. Penta,
1: Penta has killed people in Lucha Underground. No, (laughs) using the hammers, no big deal. him. you're just lucky to be alive. (laughs) You're lucky to still be living.
0: I wonder how they're gonna go with this. Um, They'll probably take it to the seven. Wonder will Death Triangle get three? Probably
1: three for three then
0: cheating every time. But what what does what does the elite have to do? To they have to cheat as well? well
1: Brandon Cutler does like cheating, so he does. You know. Know.
0: <laughs> uh, but a good news for the women, even though they the, all they got was a six person tag match this week, which is shit. Mm-hmm. But we did get the news that Thunder Rosa has finally relinquished the women's <laughs> title. Uh, Tony Storm has been retroactively recognized as the women's champion. Which, yes, you yeah.
1: should do that. Yeah, it's too bad that you know she didn't get to say it when she was holding the belt.
0: Yeah, yeah, she had a good wee backstage segment. She did, where she said as much. <clears throat> I was there's not an interim about fighting for the title. she will be going for it again. Um, It'll be nice to get uh, a, a, a sort of program with her and Jamie Hayter, and not have Brett.
1: That's never going to happen.
0: But Jamie Hater has two real big fucking feuds there that are ready to go. Obviously, Britt and, and Tony Storm. Like, real personal ones. Yeah, I can... would
1: I would uh, be worried about the Brit one.
0: Britt taking it off her. Nah,
1: <laughs> the fucking belt off her.
0: You know, you say what you want. I get fucking heat. You would fucking mm. hate it. But is it the right kind of heat? I don't think so. Is It, it might be, though. I don't know. You would fucking hate Brett if she did that.
1: Oh, I would fast. Through, I would fast forward to Brett sections. Fuck this! Okay,
0: it it's a bit too much for you.
1: And it, it would be. I just feel like. Can we just get a, a someone else actually getting them a, a, a main storyline?
0: Well, funny you say that. Uh we'll skip ahead. So we we had uh, Sheeta on on Rampage mm. in a like th- very throwaway match. Um... But Bonnie and um, Penelope, Penelope Ford came out Penelope. and just watched her. Mm. Uh, and then sheda won and was like, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, Penelope's last couple of matches, she, I don't know where the fuck she's been away training, oh, but she's been uh, fucking yeah. excellent.
0: She's so much better than what she used to be. She has come along leaps and bounds. Really impressed mm-hmm. with her. Um,
1: Might get a wee rivalry that doesn't involve Britt. Or the title, which would be nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's something we've been missing, but they need more time. Like that, that six-woman match, yeah. Gare. <laughs> who was it again?
1: I'm trying to remember who it even
0: yeah. was. Oh, it was it was Britt. Um,
1: oh, the three teams. That's right.
0: Oh, yeah, it wasn't six-woman. A triple threat tag match. Mm. Britt and Jamie. Uh,
1: Jericho's. JS. Jericho. Um, and. Willow and. Who was she with?
0: Uh, Oh, what do you call her from Chicago? Sky Blue. Ah, Sky Blue. Bad. Aye.
1: Poor Willow.
0: Willow's fucking fantastic. You know, it's a shame.
1: Willow's And she gets lumped with that.
0: Uh, A shame who they couldn't get who would have fit the same spot as, as Sky Blue, but is way better. It's like that young plucky underdog type thing, but is way fucking better than her is Roxy. But she's in WWE now, so. Ah, right. She's she she's like twenty or something, and is just amazing. And it's, oh
1: yeah, she was the Ring of Honor champion. She was a
0: her her and Willow had a had a match at the the, the last Ring of Honor pay per view before Tony Khan bought mm-hmm. it. Um, that Ishii Jericho match for the Ring of Honor title. Speaking of Ring of Honor, that that was
1: it was a chop fest.
0: Yeah. It was, it was more because, like, there's the visual Jericho pissing blood out his chest like properly just running down the front of him. Um, I think he had like that, that thing he was wearing around his neck um, mm. at full gear had sort of pierced his chest previously because I remember like him having the wee marks during then. And it's like an ankh which is kind of like a cross and I think it's like he just got stabbed by it on both sides and then <laughs> Ishii doing the chopping just opened those wounds up and let the blood flow and... Yeah, it looked amazing it's did, just right? Ishi hit, It just
1: looked big Ishii hit chopped a man so hard his chest had ripped up.
0: Yeah, I have to say, like, I've never seen that before. I've never seen no. someone chop till they actually bled. Uh, yeah. And it was a really good match as well. Aye. That strong Aye, style. That.
1: I'm a big fan of Ishii. I think he's fucking an excellent hi
0: Just a wee squat fucking... <laughs> made a uh, stone pit bull. (laughs) That's that's just perfect. Yep. Uh, So, Top Flight had their first proper tag match.
1: So good to see him back. I didn't realise he was gone because of a car accident.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought he just got injured again, but like have a car accident just after he came back from injury, that's a bit (laughs) fucked up. Um, But yeah, Darius back um, and who's who's your first proper tag? They had that you know that trios match, but first proper tag match back. FTR, why not? FTR, go for the best. Uh, it was yeah, a good match, it, good match. it was a clash of styles, definitely. Uh, yeah, last thing we had something big happen. Aye, holy fuck! So wait, there, there was the match, the trios match organized between the Dark Order, um, Rouge, Butcher, and Blade.
1: Good to see them on TV again. Yeah, definitely.
0: Except 10 was nowhere to be seen, so it was just um, Reynolds and Silver on their own. Uh, Uno went to look for 10. They're getting a ship beat out of them because they're down a man most yep. of the time. Eventually, 10 comes running out and just fucking annihilates Reynolds.
1: I think what made this so uh, uh, a big deal, though, is the wee Man was there at the top of the ramp. Yeah, negative one. I didn't think they'd have the wee man there if this was going to happen. That's why I thought, right? So 10's tens, ten's grand a week because the wee man's there. That's grand. But uh,
0: but that if you want to make him look like an absolute bastard.
1: Yeah, true. do do oh, that in
0: front of negative one is perfect.
1: And fucking fans, oh, they let themselves hurt anyway when he did it. Because obviously, it. Did you notice as well? I don't know what happened to Uno. I think his eye was bleeding.
0: It was. Uh, he was bleeding under the mask when they ripped it off.
1: Ah, oof. It was like it was his eyeball, and then I have to, but I, I, I had to. I didn't see when someone gets their mask ripped off, and it's different for like Ten because we've all seen Ten's face before. Yeah, right. But you see someone like Uno or a genuine Luchador, I, I can't look at the screen. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm he, like, no.
0: You didn't really get a good look. Uh um,
1: just see the, the wee baldy hair on him.
0: But uh I and see him marching up the ramp, standing in front of negative one, just taking a mask Aye. off and throwing it down in front of him. Oh what a cunt. Aye. <laughs> but like, how good has Roosh been? Uh, Roosh has been fucking phenomenal. Like th- you mentioned it before but, you know, everyone was worried about him coming in and then it turned out Andrade was the one, the problem one and and Roosh has <laughs> been the guy, you know, carrying that whole thing.
1: Yep. Um and he's phenomenal in the ring as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'll be good to see him like build the you know the, the AEW branch of uh lost faction in globinales. Um they have to have to fucking have to, with like, mm. do, uh, I do. was uh, that was my biggest disappointment with um uh, with Contravent All Forbidden door. door stuff. It's like, we didn't do anything with Naito, Roosh, and uh, Andrade. Uh, and it's like, uh, that was right there, what are we doing? Um, and it was, I know we're supposed to be, oh, like, AAA, and CMLL, some bull, I don't give a fuck about it. Like, stop being children. <laughs> Get the fuck in there I... and do good stuff. It's like, fuck off with you're like, oh, you hurt my feelings. May Wrestle, you I, went over there and it's like...
1: If oh. fucking Impact and New Japan can get on along again, anyone can get along again. That's the way I look at it.
0: I swear Thank to God, this past six months, I have had enough backstage wrestling drama to do me for the of. And I'm kind of mm. done with it. I I I said, it was like when all this, was, this shit was happening, it was making me want to just stop watching wrestling. <laughs> That's how fucking annoyed I got at the whole, the whole thing. But it's like... But that's the
1: shit that pisses you off. You just want to enjoy a wrestling show, and then you've got all this bullshit in the internet, you know, and all this shit actually happening. But all these people reporting this, reporting that, reporting mm. the other, and it's like it's so stop. annoying. Uh, it's like uh, nobody knows a goddamn thing. you they're all just hearing hearsay off somebody else? You quote unquote wrestling journalists.
0: And I, I'm sitting there, like you're looking at these companies and and, and guys backstage not wanting to do proper things, uh, and and inst- like cool things not happening because of you know, people having problems here, there, and everywhere, and you're like, I literally want to give you money for mm. you to do this. Is really your whatever your fucking spot or whatever your perception of yourself being in this fucking fake fight more important yeah. than me giving you money to do the thing that I want you to do. So just fucking do it. Stop being shits. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling now. Hey fucking
1: i love
0: it and hear <laughs> but I, I i guess that that brings us an end to another podcast um this has been the lament of wrestling fans this is what we put up with Goddammit! Yep. it
1: <laughs> but it's so worth it when it works
0: yeah 100 percent I still, I still feel that AEW's in a bit of a weird place. I know that, like, Elite's back. The, having to do the Chicago show sort of makes it hard to put that stuff behind you And when, when there's a pile of CM Punk fans there shouting shit. But, um, yeah, hopefully we get more more distance from that stuff. It it, it fades and, and goes away. And House of Black's back. Hopefully, I fucking... Tony Khan, you better fucking fall through yep <laughs> yeah. i'll i will we, come find you i can we, I,
1: we need our fucking you know just instrument of destruction faction in AEW, and that's your house of black
0: he's always in london i can get to fucking london <laughs> just you just you keep that in mind <laughs> right <laughs> so that's that's gonna do us and we are gonna batter on and we will see you again next week goodbye